Welcome to this podcast, A to Z and Back, with Adrian and Zoe. We're here to entertain you, we hope, talk about day-to-day life and things that are on our minds. No topic is off-limit, and our aim is to inform, make you laugh, and bring you fabulously interesting guests. So take a seat, buckle up, and enjoy the ride. We love to hear from you, so follow us on Facebook and Instagram, A to Z and Back. And if you'd like to influence the topics, let us know. Enjoy! Enjoy! Good evening. Go for it. Good evening. Go for it. Go for it. <laughs> How are thee? I'm fine, thank you. I've not been gallivanting across deserts though, have I? No, I don't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't um, advise it. I don't think it's good for your health. <laughs> <laughs> good weight loss plan, though, by the looks of you. Say again. Good weight loss plan. Good weight loss plan. Yes, I've lost about six pounds, I think, in a week, which uh, is mainly down to just uh, existing on glucose drinks and uh energy bars and uh not a lot else, walking us walking and running a small distance oh yeah sweating about four liters or something and they say <laughs> that you sweat i'm sure they said you sweat about four liters in a day when you're doing it why is this so i think i probably drunk uh well i've got two flasks that i carry on the front and i've got a, a, a pack a bladder in the back yeah, mm. so I probably drank about two, maybe three litres per 10k. So every 10k, I would have three litres of fluid between those 10k. Wow. So bearing in mind, I did about 50k. That would have been about 15 litres. <laughs> That's a lot of drink. It is a lot of drinking. Did you have to do lots of wee-wees? No, because you're sweating no. out. There you go. So you would, that was the right amount, yeah. though, isn't it? Yeah, the first, the first day didn't quite go according to plan because it got heat exhaustion so I had a plan of what I was going to drink and I clearly didn't drink enough or eat enough and it was very very hot mm. um but then I got into the habit of like my hat my my very attractive legionnaire <laughs> your desert hat I, I would put in a bucket of water when I got to the stop along with my two buffs so that my like scarf things that I wear around my head or my neck so yeah, I yeah. Put two of those into the buckets and I wear those on my wrist because they kept my my pulse, pulse points. Oh, that's yeah. good. Yeah. And then also to mop my face and keep my head cool. So that made a massive amount of difference. But see, these are all things you learn. You learn these things. Because I thought that maybe that you were a little bit dicky on the Monday dicky. when you first went a little bit dicky dicky uh, because maybe because of something you'd eaten at the hotel. No, I can understand that, but we, we it was all. I mean, it was fairly plain stuff, really, at the hotel. We'd gone into Amman, which is the city, the capital, and we'd eaten <laughs> falafel. What are you laughing at? Uh, you were into falafel. Man. There's the first F today. Hurrah! <laughs> oh, <my> <laughs> we knew just we knew they'd come out as we went along. Uh, I think probably coming home, my stomach is somewhat delicate, maybe because of the food and the adjustment to water and I yeah. think the impact it's going on... flippity flop there's more f's for you it's doing more than that i can tell you but <laughs> I, I mean think... it's doing another f word but let's not go to i think that's probably because my body is just adapting back to you know you put it through an extreme you put it through complete yeah. of food and heat and water and now you're asking it to do something else and it's going oh inside it's going f 
Yes, F off. <laughs> I think it's what it's doing. That's what it's doing. Yeah, oh, so there we go. Dear. So did you enjoy it, although it was hard work? Um, oh, or are we, not, are we still too close to it to think that we enjoyed it's, it? It's, I've said this to you, haven't I? It's um, people, I find it quite difficult at the moment to articulate it because yeah. um, I think because the build-up and the preparation, you know, I was training 12 months for it and you become so focused on it, what it's going to be like. Focused. Ready. Oh, yeah, focused. Um, <laughs> And then when you get there, you, you're just in it, aren't you? Um, yes. And it's You've been consumed by it for the last 12 months. And it's such an assault on your senses and your mental state that everything you think it's going to be, it is, and then there's a whole load of other things that you don't anticipate are going to even feature in it. So, for example, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, we were in these like open-fronted Bedouin-style tents, and there was 10 of us to a tent. So I, I you like people. That would be very lovely for you. <laughs> well, and I hadn't anticipated. So Sam and I were on the bus going and I, I kind of just had this thought of, I don't not want to be with the people that I know, i.e. Sam, but also there's a bit of a privacy thing here. And we hadn't really had this conversation about, are you okay if we sleep in the same tent and is that okay and that uh, yeah yeah, yeah. We were on the bus and I thought I'm gonna have to say something and I said to her we haven't really talked about the sleeping arrangements and she said oh my god I was just thinking the same thing <laughs> <laughs> but so I said I don't really want to not be with you because I feel like that's part of the experience but also how do you feel about the privacy thing but when you get there everybody just like finds a spot and then yeah. Like, oh, yeah, it's tend to this da, 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 da. so we had two guys from the army uh, on one side and then there was Sam Vicky who we'd met next to me and then a guy called Gavin so you know you don't there is no privacy no so you kind of work within that you know everybody's not like stripping off and you know everybody's uh, that's my incentive to go everybody's politely changing in their sleeping bags you know trying to, yeah, trying, yeah, to yeah. trying to change my running underwear like in a sleeping bag at four o'clock in the morning is probably is, is a bit of a comedy sketch that yeah yeah oh funny i think so those, did you stay in the same tent so each night did you get to stay with the same people yeah, so we stayed the first two nights we were three nights because sunday monday tuesday were in the same camp so we didn't yeah. move at all so that's quite good we didn't have to pack the bags then the third day after the long day we ended up we slept on literally on rocks outside yeah and it was like, oh yeah you're gonna be sleeping by star like frankly after 74 kilometers and your legs literally falling off i, I could have slept uh, in a box like under the stairs I wouldn't, have, <laughs> I wouldn't have cared i did wake up in the morning and thinking when the, the sun was coming up it's quite something yeah but also it's a bit of a health and safety hazard because you're used to being on sand and then you're on rock and it's in the night trying to get out to go to the toilet when you're on rocks and there's people sleeping all around you. Yeah. So, so it's all of it's all of that stuff is outside of the what you, you expect to be running on sand, you expect it to be hot, you know how far you're gonna run. Um you know certain elements, but there are certain things that you just don't. But you can never, yeah, you can like, never fully prepare for that sort of thing. How do you thing? clean your teeth and what's what's the etiquette about cleaning your teeth? So, which basically is you clean your teeth and then you like find somewhere and spit it out in the sand. And but every well, it's a hundred odd people doing that at once is is yeah. I know, I was what, was, what was interesting was the first photo of you on the um, ultra site was you obviously first thing in the morning 
I'm not saying you have bed head, but you know. Uh, and, <laughs> I didn't uh, care. I didn't care about uh, no, that. No, I don't care at that point. Uh, with your little toothbrush, obviously, after I've cleaned your teeth, you're like, well, you know, he's still alive and he's cleaning his teeth. He's still alive. Good. He's doing his illusions. He's just come back from the hotel. Because I think, <laughs> I think some people still believe that every night we like go into a nice luxury hotel at the end of the evening. No way. They say that, don't they, that celebrities still think when they go into the jungle that I'm a celebrity, that they still think that there's, oh yeah, when you say you're not having any food, but actually pizzas will be behind the cupboards or oh in the bushes. God. And <laughs> do you know what the hard, one of the hardest things was knowing that you needed to eat. So, so I had these like freeze-dried meals, so like... Um, <laughs> freeze-dried. Thank you. Freeze-dried food, um, spaghetti carbonara, um, and yep. you added hot water to it and you let it sit for 10 minutes and then it's, you know, stuff that they use for expeditions. It's quite, um, and there's a thousand calories in one of those. So it's very calorific. Yeah. But trying to get, physically get food into you when you've run 50 miles and what you've been doing is drinking and eating sweet things like all day long. Yeah. And, and you feel, you know, the first few days my stomach wasn't right. I'd had heat exhaustion on the Monday and everybody's like, you must eat, you must eat to try and physically get food down again yeah. it's one of those things that I thought I'd be like oh yeah I'll be starving of course I'm going to want I couldn't even look at it so one one of the mornings I had my carbonara for breakfast the next morning I made it in the evening oh uh, yeah yeah I had two spoonfuls and thought I can't even bear it so I had it cold yeah because I knew I needed to eat some food in readiness yeah 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 the next day ahead um Gah. And Did I, you? This is this is this is the real question that everybody wants to know, and oh, it is an F. Oh. Is are you fed up of flapjack yet? Uh, no, and I'll tell you why. <laughs> because my bag was overweight when I got. <gasps> you didn't leave the flapjacks. Well, no, I didn't leave. I gifted. <laughs> I gifted some of the flapjack. So you you are only allowed to take 15 kilos of stuff which includes all of your food and all of your kit for the week in one bag um yeah so when I kind of weighed it at home and my way of measuring it was to get on the scales with said bag and say well it's not, <laughs> not really a not scientific is it not really um so then when I got to the airport was the first time I knew how heavy my bag was so my bag was 18.6 kilos when oh. I got to the airport so I knew there were certain things I might be able to squeeze into like my um, hydration vest but it was the f I, I couldn't take anything else out so um uh I was able one of the, the lads that was there his bag hadn't turned up so he traveled but his bag got lost so he had nothing <gasps> apart from a pair of trainers and the shorts and top that he oh my had. goodness so everybody was rallying around so I ended up taking some of my food out and giving him so some of the flapjacks so I didn't actually use that many flapjacks um so it was faint that you uh had that over yeah but then I was then one day I got to it and I thought I haven't I don't think I've got enough food for the day because I'd matched out all my calories and then I was, uh, oh, now I don't have enough food and I was having to like ask people if they'd got stuff and so you you've kind of got to deal with all of those things that you don't expect to happen yeah 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 as well as thinking right today I've got to do this distance and you know I've got to do that or you know, getting your feet, feet. Feet is feet. the one that I was going to get to. I was going to say to you, the next F of your trip feet. is feet. Yeah, so uh, I, in a couple of weeks... You've I've still had, got feet. I've got feet. I would suggest in a couple of weeks' time, I probably won't have any toenails left. So what? I had one, I think it was the Tuesday. 
and I my feet were painful all around my toes and your feet swell so I bought mm-hmm. shoes that were slightly bigger but your feet do swell um, is that because of the heat or because you're putting yeah, them through such water a water retention and heat and it kind of right. they puff basically so you buy shoes that are half a size it probably could have done with like being a whole size half size big and then the medics are there to help tape your feet or whatever to do so you have some yeah, yeah, yeah. to help with your bones and blah blah so I went to see them and I said I'd, I'd already had them taped my toes and the first day I taped my own feet oh yeah and then the second day I thought they're, they're painful. So I taped them and then I went to the medic and said, I don't think what well, I've done enough. And she just took one look at it and she said, don't ever do this again. Let, let me do it for you. <laughs> and I'd covered them in Vaseline and she's like, don't, don't do that because it makes it like really difficult to let things stick. So I was taping, my feet were being taped 10 minutes before the race was due to start. So I was, I was like panicking that I wasn't uh... going to start that. Um, but when she, when she took the, the stuff off from the day before, I had, big blood blisters around the the tops of my oh. toes and underneath the toenail so they had to drain the toenail oh. before they could tape them up is that because of your bad taping or just because of the running uh just because of the rub- running and the rubbing and the heat and the yeah everything the friction that the, the shoes oh, friction toes. um so i they they have not really recovered by the time i got to friday yeah uh I literally had to like dose myself up with ibuprofen and paracetamol and for the first like half an hour I had to like I was like Bambi because I thought I, the pain in my toes was so bad and then I don't know I think you just get into that space where you think I've done 210 I've got 40 to do I just need to you just need to run yeah I just need to finish to move um, yeah but then my feet I could hardly even look at my feet because they're in so much pain and they were infected and they were horrible basically so I've been not wearing shoes as much as possibly can and just wearing socks yeah and just letting them dry out and heal a little bit yeah Um, hopefully I might run next week maybe I don't know we'll have to to be fully healed though don't you fully healed yes so the, the next f is finish so how did you feel when you got to that finish point? Did you think that you were going to get there? Did you did you believe it? Was it was it like overwhelming? Uh, did I feel I was going to get there? If you'd have asked me on Monday, on Monday night, I had already decided the conversation I was going to have with Sam the next morning about going home. I thought about the fact that I'd driven to the airport. I was going to need to speak to a partner because he'd need to come and pick her up. But, you know, I'd gone through all of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So convinced that on Tuesday morning I was not going to get up because I just did. I'd convinced myself I wasn't well enough and I couldn't do it. Yeah. I think once I'd done Tuesday, and Tuesday I stayed at the back. I was the last to start because I was getting my feet done. Yeah. And, uh, I was the last to get over the line, and I just said to the others, "I just need to walk or plod my way through. I don't know how I'm going to." So you just go. So I was at the back, and I pretty much spent the whole of that day on my own yeah and I think that really sorted me because I thought if I can do that with nobody else about and yeah between the the kind of um the points you know the aid stations there's 10 kilometers of sand yeah uh, and there's nothing there's no noise apart from the wind and your feet crunching on the sand and your thoughts wow uh, and I think at that point I'd kind of gone 
I I can do, if I can do this and tomorrow yeah. I've got the big day if I could get the big day out of the way then Thursday and Friday is like an absolute whatever unless yeah, yeah, yeah. explode um I can actually do it so um because unfortunately Sam had to go home yeah uh, on the Thursday which was another kind of well you know very disappointing for her but she you know she had no choice the doctor no. but you know I've I've been with Sam on this journey Sam's the reason that I went she was gonna say she's the reason wasn't she yeah for sure so that was when I got back on uh Thursday I think it was Thursday and they said that she'd gone home I was like really upset about it yeah I bet um because I wanted her to be did she start Thursday or no no she didn't even let her start no didn't let her start she went home Thursday and before we'd got back so we were expecting her to be at the camp when we got back and she wasn't and she'd already kind of headed back to the airport yeah yeah um, but I'd met Vicky um, at the uh, at the hotel on the weekend. Sam and I had met Vicky and she'd come to a man with us. We'd really got to know her well. She's like fab. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I spent, uh, pretty much Vicky and I spent Thursday and Friday on the last bits together walking. Probably know more about each other than I know about a lot of people. And we talked yeah. about lots of really deep and meaningful things. We also talked a lot about what was going on in the toilet department. We talked ah! about... Uh, you, you said know, you, to me too you said I've never spoken to anybody as much as I, I know, about the I toilet know, I know but I don't know I think because of the environment and because there is nobody listening and there's just you know there was the two of us we spent a lot of time talking about quite a lot of life stuff and just talking about stuff. yeah yeah, you know, yeah I talked about my mum and I talked about um you know the reasons for doing this and you know we shared lots of that stuff but you know without her being there and being that person so yeah when we got to the finish and we were like oh my goodness how much further how much further and one of the organizers came round in the truck and he's like you've only got like two kilometers to make it so we kind of ran from there on in and we we kind of went round the corner and as we came round the corner and the archway was up there was this like enormous cheer so all of the medics the Ostapots, uh, all of the crew, all of the camp, because we were the last two in. Yeah, um, yeah. And they were there, put, put our medals. I mean, you know, it was it was just... Phenomenal. I know that's a PH, but it just sounds yeah, like Yeah, and again, I, I do get stuck because it, it was overwhelming and couldn't believe I'd done it. And then, but then it stops and you go back to the tent and then we were going to have a barbecue and we chatted and blah, all this yeah, yeah, yeah. stuff. And then, yeah, you get this overwhelming sense of, well, that is, it is an amazing achievement. Um, yeah. And it, apart from the Monday, there was no other time that I think I went, I don't think I can do it. No. 17 hours on Wednesday in the pitch black. And yeah. they, told, they told us at the last uh, aid station that, we thought it was 10k and we were told it's actually 14k the light was going and they said we haven't got enough um uh, glow sticks to light the way so we've had to put some vehicles as markers so we were following lights of vehicles in the pitch black going up a hill in soft sand after oh my god after 16 hours of being on our feet yeah yeah, yeah. knowing we've got a time deadline so I think how close were you to that deadline because that, that day you were yeah you were that you were on it I felt ten, on, the, ten, on that day 10 minutes we had before we got we would have been disqualified if we didn't do it by that time <sighs> now whether that would actually have happened bearing in mind if somebody had said to me after 17 hours 
I'm really sorry, mate. You've missed it by five. I probably would have got myself into a whole load of trouble because. Yeah. So what, would, what happened then? Because Andrew had asked me that. If you didn't finish the Wednesday, would they let you do a Thursday or is that it? Oh, that's it. No, if you don't finish any yeah. part, uh, that's it. Game over. Game over. Um, and if you, there is a two and a half, you have a two and a half hour time to do, to reach each checkpoint. So you start, yeah. so you've got two and a half hours to do the 10K to get yeah. to the next checkpoint and have left it within the two and a half hours. So you could take an hour and then spend an hour and a half at the checkpoint as long as you've left within the two and a half Fine. hours. Yeah. And then yeah. the clock starts again. Yeah. If you if you didn't reach that, then it's it's kind of game over. Yeah. That's a really generous amount of time, even in that environment, to yeah, yeah, yeah. people to, to get it finished. So mm-hmm. but that Wednesday was particular even some of the medics said when they saw us, there was about um there were six of us, I think, that that were last in that last group that went off. Yeah, there was a group and, of you that came over at a similar time. And even the medics. Uh, were in tears about the fact that we'd have had to go off in the dark in that uh, because they you know you become very um so that's my f-, f friendly friends yeah i mean uh i mean you know you know sam sam was there and that that was brilliant and but really glad that we met vicky as well because uh you know she she, she just a like-minded sort of person yeah yeah and we laughed a lot we cried we you know we encouraged each other um got each other over the line and that made a difference but you know you just you just talk to people and you meet people and I think because you've got this you've got this shared purpose of what you're there for yeah yeah it's a shared experience isn't it you're all using bog in a bag you're all eating freeze-dried food you've all got feet that are knackered you're all tired you're all very leveling it is. And, you know, apart from the guy who won it, who did it in like half the time that I did, the guy that does it every year. But, but he, I was going to say, but this is the fifth year, isn't it? And he's done, he's been first every year. But he, did you know that he nearly wasn't first? He, on the first day, I think uh, the Belgian guy beat him, but then the Belgian guy had to pull out on the Wednesday, I think. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, yeah, friendships. I mean, I, weirdly, there was two people who live in Topsham that were there so one of the osteopaths lives in Topsham no has a practice in Southern Hay in Exeter and she was sat behind us on the plane so right from day one we got to meet Jenny and she was and just she was so grounded and so she was also like you you really need to kind of get a move on and keep your pace as well as sorting out my back and so she was like leading the team of osteopaths she was fab and then Elle, who's who lives literally just down the road from me, never met her before. She's from Ottery St. Mary. She knows What's somebody the chances of that. She knows somebody who works at the university. You know, it's 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 bizarre how those kind of it's things. It's funny happen. how they say we went to when this is a we went for our um for our 10th wedding anniversary, we went to the Maldives. So bear in mind they're little tiny islands. We went back to the island. Island, I don't think. No, it's lovely. Uh, but we went back there for our 10th anniversary. And on the, uh, the end of the first week, we just sat on the beach, as you do, we sunglasses on. I was reading a book and these, the new arrivals come and they're sat down and they're all chatting around us. And you, you, you're like, like, you don't really see very many people because everybody's sort of like got your own little patch. You don't really. Anyway, these people came and they were chatting away. 
And you know when you're sort of like not listening, but you're listening. And, you and they were saying things. Yeah, they're listening. But they were from Bidport and their daughter, um, Andrew had hired at Morrison's and he oh. knew. Yeah. So it's funny how those type of things happen, isn't it? Crazy. I know. It's like so, literally in the middle, middle of the Indian Ocean. So, uh, <laughs> and then I... Um, fab guy called billy who uh is a an army veteran so he was uh raising money for there was 10 10 guys actually raising money for veterans i think they raised something like twenty seven thousand pounds for charity. um but he'd done lots of ultras before not to this level his feet were like blistered beyond belief and he I mean, he absolutely stuck it out as, as long as he possibly could. But I mean, hearing his story about, you know, um, I don't I don't want to. His life experiences. Yeah. yeah, his life experience in the army was, you know, humbling and leveling. And, um, you know, people that didn't necessarily finish it that I'd spent time with. Uh, you know, everybody everybody has something or a motivation yeah. or a reason. There was over 20 people that didn't finish. 20, yes. I think it was 103 started and 82, 82 finished, I think. Yeah. So, yeah, the friendships are sometimes just over the porridge in the morning or putting water on the yeah. porridge and how are you doing and how was yesterday and how are your feet feeling? And there's, there's, it, there is no barrier, really, because everybody is doing the same thing and it's tough. So yeah, whether yeah. you're experienced or not, somebody will be feeling something, whether that's a stomach thing or a foot thing or a mental thing or it didn't sleep or it's uncomfortable or it's yeah, everybody yeah, yeah. feels that same stuff we, yeah. we all we all feel the same things regardless of fitness yeah and that's the bit that I really took is that everybody still gets cranky at times or everybody gets hungry yeah. or everybody gets fed up with a person that's snoring really loudly that's like two foot from their head or <laughs> the sand in sand in your bag or can't find anything the thing that's driving me nuts, I couldn't find anything in my bag. I was constantly unpacking and unpacking my bag. And as organised as you try and be, yeah, you know, I could never find the bloody earplugs when I needed them at night, in the dark, when I got my head torch on. And all yeah. of that straight and stuff, yeah, yeah, really yeah. not that important. But in the moment, you know, can really detract, little things. Yeah, it can just detract from, you know, your headspace being clear for, for achieving it. Um, one person you haven't that we need to shout out is um, Gavin, who I think you just said you shared a tent with, just because obviously <laughs> there was radio silence for a little bit because you were in the middle of a desert. Um, still, on the and, course, I think, still on the course, I think was the phrase. And the, this, yes, and the website said you were still on the course the next day, and we were like, oh no. And bless him, he found your Instagram page and messaged me yeah. to tell me. That actually you were okay and yeah that was really finished. yeah so Gav was in our tent and bless him he he'd done quite a lot of events before and um for whatever reason he he withdrew on the Tuesday and when I got back um I was like oh I can't believe you're going home anyway so uh yes they hadn't updated the website and then you know the very few I wasn't really able to send a lot of messages there was very yeah. little time to have signal and I know that there's a few worried kind of beads dropping on people's brows it was just the fact that you said you were on the track we're like, oh my god he's like falling down in a sand dune and they can't find him 
<laughs> well, they they knew where everybody was. I'll give you. I'll give them. You know, they knew who would finish which checkpoint, and they would be checking in the trucks behind to make sure where you were. So you don't know that, but I was always confident that they knew I was out there on my own and where. Yeah. I was. Um, although you're not, you know, there's no tag of any sort. You're not no. packed in any sort of way. Um, but bless him, yeah, he took it upon himself when he saw your messages on Instagram that you're putting on, just to say. Adrian's fine, which I thought, you know, and that I think that sums kind, up. Isn't it? Yeah. I think that sums it up. I yeah. think when you're in that environment, whether you're part of the crew or whether you are one of the uh, competitors, you are in it together and you yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever is the right thing to support people. And you know, if that's holding back a little bit to make sure somebody's not on their own, or you know, if that's sharing your food with somebody because they haven't got enough or whatever it is I think you have that yeah, very yeah. common shared uh sense of of occasion for what yeah no it's good friends. isn't it yeah, yeah it's very kind yes it was very very kind so we've done lots of f's in there so we've done friendship and feet and finish and I feel mouse. like you're going to come up with one that I'm not expecting and you're going to expect me to talk about it no oh, okay. I wouldn't do that to you I so I you did a fabulous job of my oh, social media, like a truly fabulous job. And you saved it all so I could see it all. <laughs> but I... Not that I think you're a control freak or anything, but I thought I you... I am a control freak. Know. I thought you'd probably want to know what I've been up to on your do, page. Do you know, do you know how, how much that has been giving that to you for you to do it? But thank, I do. thank you so much for doing it everybody really enjoyed being kept up to date with where I was at and I really appreciate you doing that and I do know how busy you are at work currently as well so for you to take all of your time out for me uh, means a huge amount um, I always would, and, I? and keeping the support going within the for the family and friends and stuff so I love you dearly for doing that so thank, thank you very much um and then the other thing that I hadn't anticipated is the over overwhelming response from people when you posted to say that I'd finished. And I got back to the hotel where I was staying and I was staying on my own because obviously Sam had gone home. Um, and I, I honestly, I it blew my mind. I spent like two days replying to messages and yeah. reading people's words of, I hadn't anticipated that. And it's before. funny, isn't it? Because, because we FaceTimed, didn't we, on the ne the day, uh, the next day. Yeah. Um, and you were like, I just can't get, I just, I just don't understand. I just can't get over it. I just don't understand it. And I was like, I don't know why you're surprised. You've really, you've really inspired people. Also, people want to know if you've, if you've like, if you're able to do it, like people and, and how, how have you done it? And, they wanted, to, but everybody was supporting you. Everybody's behind you. Everybody wanted you to, like, everybody was willing you on every step. Although, but, but, but it's overwhelming, I should imagine, when you get back. Utterly overwhelming when you've been a little bit out of, you've been in this bubble and you've been out of kind of reach. Yeah. Of and donations, you know, went through, you know, had a, like a stack of donations after the event. I think that's probably because people, like, didn't think I was going to do it and they didn't want to. <laughs> I don't you think wanna, it's that. You want to part with the cash. Um, but that means so much. I mean, I, you know, the, the purpose of doing this was, uh, well, you know, Sam had talked about doing it. I've, I've been running. I thought it was a real stretch and a real experience. It absolutely was that. Uh, 
but it was never the intention about making it originally you weren't planning to fundraise were you well, I wasn't planning F to fundraise. fundraise yeah I wasn't planning to fundraise f yeah but but also um i'm i'm just me and i just thought sharing the journey might you know talk about how you can build up from you know i, I started running at 5k i started couch to 5k yeah uh, and how just by you know supported by good people um, Dan and um, Sam with uh, my kind of legs and having a plan and having a diet and being conditioned support from you know Tim at home and allowing me the time yeah, it's all of that yeah, stuff yeah. that yeah. combines it but uh, you know if, if people feel you know they've enjoyed watching it then that's very humbling for me because that that isn't the reason that I ever would set out to do something but if it's achieved that for some people and it inspires them to go and do 10k 5k or I yeah, don't know, yeah. take up take up tennis again or you know whatever it might be or yes. just do something you want to do for yourself because anything is possible whatever you want to do yes. in life you can achieve it if you choose to do it and you have the mindset to achieve nothing can stop you oh well, that's an inspirational <laughs> ending, isn't I'm it? I'm going to write that one down. I'm going to write yeah, that one down. Yeah, write that one down. So thank yeah. you for everybody's support. I'm overwhelmed. And to have raised 4,000, well, just shy of 4,200 quid for cruise bereavement care is... Yeah, amazing. Phenomenal. Mm, Spelled amazing. with an F. <laughs> Phenomenal. <laughs> uh, well, well, I feel, I feel very self-inflicted. I think, the, I feel I think very that you are phenomenal. Oh. Um and um I'm now we've got heart. yeah I'm doing heart with hands. Heart with now we've got to think about your next thing. So I think uh the New York Marathon, just because I'd like a holiday and I'll come with you and fly oh, flags then. Yes. Alright, just saying, just putting out there. <laughs> well it won't be on sand. If it's not on sand, I will consider it. Okay, all right. Well I just want it for the holiday. Like I'll just, you know, just say you're doing it and oh. I'll have a holiday. <laughs> yeah, I think. I hadn't I've kind of got I've kind of missed a bit haven't I really I've gone from like yeah sort of I mean most people probably going to build up to the 250 you're just going to go backwards anything now is just like a little jaunt but to be fair I mean I didn't run all of it let's be honest I didn't I couldn't you couldn't run the whole 200 no. in the sand so you know doing a marathon or doing 10 is it is it yeah but you don't have to run a marathon either do you it's quite yeah. often see the people walking you can roll it I suppose can you just you crawl it in my case you could like, just do like an art an aardvark and just like roll yourself into a ball or a, oh that'd roll. be all right wouldn't it do aardvarks roll onto maybe them? it could be a frog seeing as we're doing the sf i could frog flip there. You, you are a frog fan oh i am a frog fan yes i thought it would be wrong to have a an f without a frog so um, you um, didn't really fit into the frogs didn't really fit you into your story final, you can have the final frogging word on that one <laughs> Oh, thank well, you, thank you for, thank you for letting me story. indulge. No, it's lovely to share your story. And next, and next week we'll be back to uh, good, good, good goats. No, to G. <laughs> I, didn't eat, I didn't eat any goat. Actually, I thought I might, but yes, we'll oh, be I back. You might eat goats. Did you eat any camel? No. Oh, yeah. You saw camels. That's it. Just quickly, little side. Maybe we'll add this as an extra. <laughs> What animals did you see? Because obviously I was wanting to know about scorpions, yeah, well, snakes, all that, yeah. No, so <laughs> somebody saw a scorpion, I didn't. Beetles, uh, camels. 
I think they're dromedaries. The dromedary's got one hump. One bump, I think, yeah. I think they were dromedaries. Quite small camels. Oh, is it? Yeah. Um, cats and dogs. Where you see any antelope things? No snakes. The odd bird in the middle of nowhere. And we did see one little flower, like which was like a little crocus. We were just walking and we're like, oh, there's a flower. I mean, there's nothing really. I don't know how yeah, anything yeah. live. I don't know how anything lives out there because there isn't anything to, to live on. It's also, as a side note, where Indiana Jones was apparently filmed. It is. It is in Petra. Uh, I went there at the weekend. Uh, utterly stunning. Jordanian people are amazing. And it is the fact factoid of the day factoids it is the fifth most water poor country on the planet oh wow that's several f's in there quite a lot so that's the reason that we just use water for drinking we didn't wash no uh, we, there was no attempt you know we weren't and and you are very conscious of conserving what you what you yeah, yeah, yeah. best you can so interesting isn't it Hmm. Well, thank you yes. very much for the indulgence. No problem. So, well, uh, same time next week, but with a G. With a G. See you later. See you later. Bye. Bye.